Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Boy, what a festive Thanksgiving this year. You know, I got to see the parade, watch some Mystery Science Theater 3000, eat the juiciest turkey that the... You know, what a festive Thanksgiving this year. I got to see the parade, watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000, and you know, what a festive Thanksgiving this year. I got to see the parade, watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000, eat the juiciest turkey, that the itis is seeping into my veins, something fierce. <sighs> yeah, man, I ate so much. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong today. Your smartphone has received a new text message. Whoa, what's this? Internet neutrality is in danger of being repealed on December 14th. Really? Alright, well, let's do this. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on... J360 Radio! Hey everybody, welcome back to the J-Man Show. I'm Jay, of course. This is episode 41, and a special hello to those out there who ransacked retail stores either last night or this morning. I'm sure there's plenty of people reeling in pain because of... I'm sure there's plenty of people reeling in pain because you just had to get that TV or the washing machine combo. Now, while I like this barbaric idea, I mostly handle my business on Cyber Monday as it is convenient and saves me money on gas, which is steadily going up. I think we're at 240... 246, something like that. We're about to hit 250. I think we'll probably hit that next week. But of course, you know, the whole thing about the internet is convenient. That is until the FCC decides to roll back net neutrality. Now, this is a heavy hit for all of us if you watch content on the net, create on the net, reach out on the net, pay bills, job search, or handle a lot of your business on the internet. Well, you realize that it affects all of us. The whole 21st century landscape thrives on the internet. Small business, art, education, online shopping, entertainment, you name it, is going to be blocked, dictated, and controlled by Comcast, AT&T, and Verizon entirely due to the plans of Ajit Pai, FCC chairman, appointed by number 45, Donald John Trump. You see where I'm going with this. If you are an actual J-Man Show fan, you, you know where I'm going with this. But the truth is, I'm not even going to go too much into it. Let the man tell you himself, courtesy of archival footage from PBS NewsHour. FCC Commissioner Ajit Pai joins me now. Welcome to the NewsHour. Thank you for having me. So you, I understand, are not a fan of these uh, net neutrality rules from a few years ago. What, what is your principal concern? Well, I favor a free and open Internet, as I think most consumers do. My concern is with the particular regulations that the FCC adopted two years ago. Uh, they are what is called Title II regulations, developed in the 1930s to regulate the Ma Bell telephone monopoly. And my concern is that by imposing those heavy-handed economic regulations on Internet service providers, big and small, uh, we could end up disincentivizing companies from wanting to build out internet access to a lot of parts of the country, low-income, urban, and rural areas, for example. And that, I think, is something that nobody would benefit from. 
Is there evidence, though, that these rules have disincentivized those companies? I mean, their businesses are doing very well. They're spending billions on the spectrum. There is significant evidence that investment in infrastructure has gone down since the adoption of these rules. For example, there's a study by a highly respected economist that says that among the top 12 Internet service providers in terms of size, investment is down by 5.6% or several billion dollars over the last two years. And among smaller providers as well, uh, just earlier this week, 22 Internet service providers with 1,000 customers or less told us that these Title II regulations have kept them from getting the financing that they need to build out their networks. And as they put it, uh, these net neutrality regulations hang like a black cloud over our businesses. And so what we're trying to do going forward is figure out a way that we can preserve that free and open internet that consumers want and need and preserve that incentive to invest in the network that will ultimately benefit even more consumers going forward. I know there's a whole other group of internet companies, Facebook, Google, Instagram, those types of companies that have said to you, these rules are not a hindrance to us. Uh, We have been able to thrive and survive under these rules. Don't change them. What do you say to them when they argue this to you? Well, two different points. First, uh, if you look carefully, a lot of those companies don't say that they like Title II specifically, these particular regulations. What they say is that they care about the principles of a free and open Internet. And so I actually think there's a decent amount of common ground there, and it's just a matter of finding the appropriate legal framework uh, to reach uh, uh, that common ground. But the second point I would make is that these companies are the best evidence of the success of the light-touch regulatory framework that originated in the Clinton administration. And that's something that I favor. Uh, From the dawn of the commercial internet in the 1990s until 2015, uh, we had light-touch regulation where the agency, uh, where the country uh, monitored the market, uh, let it develop organically, and then took targeted action if necessary uh, if there was an example of any competitive conduct. And it's under that light-touch framework that the companies like Google, like Facebook, like Netflix, were able to become globally known names. And that's the kind of success that we want to promote in the future with light-touch regulation. One of the issues here is whether or not we treat broadband like a utility. And if it's treated like a utility, the requirement is that you as the provider are not allowed to put your finger on the scale and slow one person down or speed somebody else up. And I just want to pose a hypothetical to you. Let's just say Comcast created a new TV series. And it just so happened that that competed with a Netflix series very similarly. If these rules go away, how is, the, how is there not an incredible incentive for Comcast to slow Netflix down coming into my house and make their video, the Comcast video, very robust? So under that hypothetical, one of the things that's important to remember is that it is a hypothetical, that we don't see evidence of that happening in the marketplace on a widespread level. There but have been some examples of ISPs blocking certain things. The Google Wallet was blocked, uh, Skype was blocked, uh, one Canadian telecom blocked uh, uh, pro-labor sites. I mean, it's not like this doesn't happen. Well, there are isolated cases, but if you look at the FCC's own record, there are only scattered anecdotes to support this. And the argument I've made is that uh, in order to justify preemptive regulation of all 4,462 internet service providers, you should have pretty concrete evidence of an overwhelming market failure. Uh, But secondly, the other argument I would make is that the hypothetical is a classic question of competition and consumer protection law. So you would feel comfortable telling consumers you can trust the Comcasts, the AT&Ts, the Verizons 
to not do that, to not put their finger on the scale and promote their stuff at the expense of someone else's. Not at all. I would say as a government regulator that we don't put faith in any single particular sector of the economy or particular company. We put our faith in the rule of law. And the rule of law, which includes antitrust law and consumer protection law, is faithfully administered by uh, the federal government agencies and state agencies that are charged uh, with uh, executing that law. Back when the uh, FCC was first talking about changing these rules a few years ago, there was something like four million comments posted. And the overwhelming majority of those were people saying, we want net neutrality. We want to know that these protections are in place. Does that evidence not sway you that maybe these rules should not be dismantled? Well, I certainly understand that there's a wide variety of uh, public interest in this particular issue. But when I meet with consumers, and I've met with folks from Kalamazoo, Michigan, down to Carthage, Mississippi, uh, from Barrow, Alaska, to Diller, Nebraska, uh, what they tell me is that their, their concern is not that their internet service provider is blocking lawful traffic or doing something like that. It's that they want more competition. They want better and faster and cheaper internet. All right, FCC Commissioner Ajit Pai, thank you very much for being here. It's great to be with you. Well, you can hear in his voice, everybody, that he is playing billionaire's ball with everyone's peace of mind, just like the rest of Incompetence Inc. I'm sure you all notice a pattern that each time they talk about making changes, it either deals with someone in a faraway land or for big businesses. And I'm sure that a lot of you have been paying attention to the tax reform issue, and I know a lot of y'all are probably clocking up, but I need y'all to pay attention to this. See, big businesses and the rich will thrive enough as it is, as the ones that will suffer are the middle class and the poor with plenty of NFG in sight from the opposition. He spoke of competition, which is a joke considering that all of them are attempting to merge or monopolize. Like, for example, if it isn't Comcast and Time Warner, which was one of the biggest debacles not too long ago, it's Time and Charter. And then it could be any mixture of so on and so forth. Though we know Verizon and AT&T won't merge, they wouldn't mind allying up just to control the internet. And don't expect to convince Pi of too much either, for he has held positions in Department of Justice, the United States Senate, the FCC Office of General Counsel, and Verizon, which is ironic because that is one of the big businesses crying for a net neutrality rollback. These businesses want pure complacency and no competition, especially if you are about a free and open internet. Matter of fact, even now with the rules that we do have in place, South Korea has a faster internet than all of us because they believe in pure competition. Yeah, believe it or not, that that little island over there, well, actually, it's a peninsula, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they have a significant amount of companies over there that compete all the time, and their internet is much faster than ours. Ours, at best, you know, it's whatever you're willing to pay Comcast in, in terms of packages. And now, it's pretty much package in a package in a package as soon as they get their way with these net neutrality rules. Like, you see, the thing about it is, going into business with a fear of competition is like trying to swim without water. You won't get far, and you will look foolish. These companies are to provide the information superhighway. If anything, they're to give us the road, and we, the consumers, are to travel that road via our tech devices to perform the tasks we need. Business owners have to suffer enough with overhead costs, especially small business owners. All this stuff is overhead, not to mention the personnel you hire, and now it's going to get even worse with the rollback of the rules. Countries without net neutrality, they have to sign up for package deals within a package deal, like I told you earlier, well, especially when you use your ISP service. In Portugal, I think you pay about, what, 4.99 euros to use your social media in terms of a package? 
Like, if you email or use Skype or any other messenger, you're going to pay around, like, 5 or $6 or so on. And by the way, it's not even a yearly thing. It's monthly. This is monthly. So if you like using Facebook for free for right now, on December 14th, if they roll that stuff back, and I'm sure they have a plan for a lot of this crazy stuff, guess what? <laughs> you're going to be paying something to use that Facebook. Or that Twitter, or that Snapchat, or anything. It's insane right here. If you hear what he says, and you see like how they do things in countries without net neutrality, this is a fine way to help the poor by milking money from them. And dictating and just throwing more things in the way. This, this, this is like they want to destroy all the progressivism. As a matter of fact, it ain't too far from the point, right? Think about it. You pay enough to your ISP anyway, monthly. Could you imagine what would happen with total control? They could dictate two different types of lanes for internet speed. They could block content from outlets that they deem competitive or against their ideals. Probably this show, or any of the other independent productions out there like what you see on YouTube. And of course, if you manage to get that, they could throttle your content. So if you like watching Prime or Netflix, chances are you're gonna see a lot of throttling going on because of something they didn't make. I'm sure Comcast would love you to use Xfinity a lot more than you would use Netflix. And even Netflix has spoken about that this whole thing clashes with their ideals. Not to mention that Pi also criticized Netflix in his earlier days when he wasn't the FCC chairman. See how all this stuff goes back to a source? I just don't get, like, why why, why now? You know what I mean? Why in December of all things? <sighs> all of this, right, in his mind, is good intentions. He'll go back and say, like, this is supposed to help the poor. This is supposed to help people with low income get on the internet, even though uh, quite a lot of people with low income can get on the internet. The counterproductivity of this administration, if you can call it that, is astounding. I mean, the good intentions of these rollbacks are about as reliable as that cable bill price you get each month. And you all know well you pay a little bit more each month on certain circumstances and stipulations you never thought were there. This much like anything with the America First label by Trump is a large-scale lie that promotes total control by big businesses, disrupts progressivism, harms freedom, and ruins trade. I wouldn't be surprised after a while it's America last. You know, we're at number four on that listing, right? You know, we're not at number one. We're, we're not at top three. I, I'll give you that. But you see, the thing about it is with the way they're trying to do all these rollbacks and these changes and everything else with NFG all in an uproar. It's going to drop us down. So for those of y'all that think that 45 is about America first, this is your wake-up call. I mean, let's just be real. Remember the idealistic freedom that we have? That you can go ahead, like, yeah, you might have to follow some rules here and there, but you work hard enough so you can have the freedom to do these things. You work hard enough so you can have the freedom of your personal life and your ability to express yourself. Well, now it's going to be a complete joke with this Trump era stuff. And it could have been stopped a year ago. More and more of America's vices are coming back in a big way and just serves nothing more than to divide us, if not already. And it's going to take away our hard-earned money to line their pockets. Big business is not going to fall apart during this whole time. No, it's not. All those things that you see with a dystopian area and big business is thriving and, you know, you got the one every man that's trying to make it, but, you know, just by being himself, all of a sudden that's a threat to him because he represents individual thinking and idealism. That stuff's starting to come true. We're, we're getting to that point. And it's so sad. Like, even racism is back in a big way. And, 
gotta fight that nonsense too it's just war on so many fronts like you don't have to go to a foreign country to fight in a war your war is already outside your front door that is so sad but this is what some people want some people want to see the world burn and it wouldn't be surprising that they would go after the one thing that is an outlet for some people you know like for say the internet (laughs) you know what i mean It, it just it's not surprising but what if I told you that there was a way you could do something about it? You know what I'm saying? What if there is a way that you could put a stop to all of this insanity right now? Now, hear me out on this, because this might be a long shot for all of you, depending on your hope and faith in the United States government, but how about this? Check out these two websites, okay? Battleforthenet.com, savetheinternet.com. Get in touch with Congress. Yes, yes, I know, I know. But get in touch with Congress and talk about how net neutrality losses will affect you and be prepared for what goes down on December 14th. Like, really, all of us, we need to get active. I know the system is slow and it's unreasonable from time to time, but this is us. This is our voice. We need to use what we have now. We have to be reasonable-minded and we have to speak with some sense to these people to get them to understand and work with us. I know all that stuff that's out there from all these sexual allegations, all these problems that are going on. I need you all to understand this. Nobody is perfect. Life is a mess. But, you know, there are some reasonable people in the government that want to do the right thing. They could be far and in between, but it goes like this. If we, the country, back them and help them out and use our voices to show exactly where we stand on this whole issue because one way or another everything here affects us and you know sometimes the internet is our freedom of speech to a point this is the time to use it so don't forget these two websites and if you need to know more information i will drop the links in my description box below but definitely check out battleforthenet.com savetheinternet.com especially if you are a small business owner you know because this uh, this is the future here guys Like, one way or another, I know there are times that I say something about, like, you know, how the system is rigged and how things don't make any sense and, like, you know, well, this is what... Well, you see, the thing about it is I also said this is the time when the nation has to prove that they are better than their government and this is the time to do this stuff. It wouldn't make any sense. None of this is about freedom. None of this is about helping those low-end, impoverished areas. This isn't about that. They say this stuff because it's to get you to follow on with them because... Hey, if you make something that sounds like freedom, is it freedom? You see what I'm saying? And Donald Trump and his pals know this stuff. And I'm not trying to go ahead and infuriate people, but then again, the fact that I have my own show and my own ability to produce this stuff already infuriates quite a bit. The thing is, is that you need to know these things. If you don't like looking at mainstream media, the independent media that you enjoy so much, or the Twitch streaming that you like to do, guess what? They're trying to roll that back. All that clear-cut footage that you see is going to be rippled. It's going to be throttled. It's going to... Uh, oh, you know what? Worse. It'll be blocked. It'll be non-existent. If you just fall asleep on this, this is not going to help you. Turkey is good, but I need you to work that itis out of you like I'm doing right now to make sure that you stay on point and aware about all this stuff going on because these rollbacks will affect everybody. We are supposed to be an interconnected society. The fact that they're going to find a way to put a price tag on that 
and ruin any sort of progress that we have made. Because you could go ahead and talk about Obama's administration as many ways of Sunday. I got somebody in my team that does that. And granted, he has some interesting opinions, but they don't make no sense because at the end of the day, he wasn't reading the issues. You got to be aware and you got to be active of what is going on in your country, especially if it involves things that you enjoy. This is going to be a 10-yard fight. This is going to be one of them things that is long-term because, see, he's going to stay in there for about... See, the thing is, is that Ajit Pai is not going to just be the FCC chairman that goes. You know what I mean? He's going to be there for quite some time. And this is going to be a fight that's about as varied and long as healthcare. You know, if we're all about freedom and if we're all about being patriots, then we got to be in this to win it. We have to stay involved. I know some of y'all are tired and some of y'all are burnt out. But I need you to go ahead and pull yourself away from being burnt out. I need you to go ahead and be refreshed and get ready to go ahead and let your voices be heard and speak on the behalf of why net neutrality works for you. Especially for those of you that are in your own business or on the verge of creating it. This will hold you back and hurt you in the biggest way possible. Because, see, these people are not about competition. They're not about a thriving economy. If they were, they wouldn't be so busy to destroy it. And it's a shame. Let your eyes be open and let your ears be aware of what is going on around you. Because if anything, I know the 45th wants to suppress everything. Especially if it's something about keeping him honest. And he can't keep honest, not for far too long. And you see how he tried to do the pardon of the turkeys, right? He had to do a crack at Obama again. Like he has such an axe to grind, I guess because he wants to be the first to do everything. And with the way certain people are and their mindsets could be, he probably would get that wish. But for this, don't let it happen to you. Don't let this pass you by. I'm not saying that my show, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try to keep making this show as much as I can. But I also know there's a lot of other content out there that deserves an audience, that deserves to thrive, that deserves every bit of where they need to go along with their fan base and stuff. like. And it would be horrible to see like all of that hard work go to waste, especially for those of you out there that pretty much want to make the big time. Or do this for fun or reach out to people because you're going through a tough time in your life and you just, nobody around you really cares. But you see the thing about it is you're putting it out there and there are people that connect you to those that can help you. This just gets in the way of all of that and puts a price tag on it. So I need y'all to get active and aware and I need, well, we all need to stick together through this and we have to fight any sort of opposition to things that we enjoy in this world because we have to make our own happiness. Government was never going to give it to you in the first place, but this time we need to work with the ones that want to work with us and we need to go ahead and put a stop to this FCC nonsense. All right? Well, that's all I have for you this week, J360 Legion. I will be back on my regular day and time, Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. with episode 42 next week. Until then, you take care of yourselves. This is Jay signing off.